Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Well, welcome to the WA Betfair Edge. All thanks to Betfair. Play your way with Betfair and find better odds on the French Open. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner with you as always on the WA Betfair Edge. And, well, you can't do it without the guru of Perth Racing. He's actually that much of a guru in Perth Racing. That's his Twitter handle, Perth Racing Guru. His name is Terence Von Leighton. He joins me. How are you, Terry? Yeah, very well, very well. Thank you, Miles. Uh, regret the uh, regret the Twitter handle every day of me life. But look, when you when you're 17, I think you're a hero. Well, in all fairness, I'm 35, and I think I'm a hero. <laughs> you uh, you don't uh, yeah you, you can't change it now. Can you? I'll tell you what, you the, the email's better though. Oh, me, yeah, that's me. Oh, you know that's up and running again. Actually, can I get that a little plug? Yeah, <laughs> a little plug. Yeah. Oh, the Perth Pub Tour. Yeah, I got a little little side business. I'm I'm only a silent partner at the moment. But I used to run those for a while. The Perth Pub Tour, little walking tours around the city. You know what we should. You know what we should do is we should do like the Perth Pub, pub tours, tour. but it's a walking like a a pub punting tour, tour, punting yeah. tour. Yeah, the Perth punting tour. We might have actually, come up with something here. Actually, go off a hundred percent. The problem the city doesn't have much in the way of pub tabs. I've always been saying the Perth CBD could do with a massive like pub tab. It's a pretty, it's a bit of a ghost town at times. The Perth CBD, but um, there's big, uh, there's a big opportunity there. We, we the Perth pub tour, get along. Yeah, we get along and go Perth pub 100%, tours. Um, 100%, we would. Hey, that's better now. I can see you. Hey, uh, mate, last week was probably the worst week I've ever had on the punt. Um, you, guys, you were you were very despondent, and for those that uh, I, you see your tweets and you apologise, you should never apologise. By the way, I'm an apologiser too, but you should never apologise. But um, geez, it, it it really does affect you. You can see how much you, you work for the listeners, though, and I I love it. And um, what do they say? Good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your better is it's the best. best. And that's uh, well, the thing. You just you just don't accept mediocrity. The, do you, well, honestly? the bit that got me is because I, after the Saturday and what is seven best around the country, six run second or something, um, is <laughs> you I got angry, sat up till finished calling the footy, finished at about ten thirty, got home, sat up until three, then got up at six, punched form as hard as I could until nine o'clock to not have a bad Sunday, and then we just responded and went absolutely ham on the Sunday. That's it. It's not about the. Is ham good or bad? They're not good. Oh, that's good. All right, I didn't understand the saying. I've never heard of that one. Where what going go ham? West going ham. That sounds bad to me. Nah, it's good. Sounds like you've meted it up or something. What did you like? Uh, what well, did you like out of last week? Um, well, the the big talking points for us. I mean, we were both pretty keen. It's a Ray Day and hardly ever both returned. Now they're both from the Simon Milliard who are going super, and they've both returned with mucus in their trachea. You got a little bit of mucus in your track here at the moment. I do at the moment. Miles. I can tell you that much. And so, I mean, at the end of the day, that's two big forgives. Uh, it's a Ray Day also pulled up lame. Um, so I don't think there's a huge amount we can do there apart from forgive those two and just uh, and lick our wounds, Miles. You can't you can't predict the mucus. We weren't there uh, with the with the stethoscope. That's my uh, according to some of the stats. I think that's my first losing day at Belmont for probably months. Yeah, it was a tough day. Oh, I've had a good a run at Belmont. A, yeah. Well, there was a big, there's a big on-pace bias. That's the main thing I want to discuss in our review of last week's meeting, Miles. Uh, so opening day, I don't know if you remember post-opening day, I was cock Very excited. Yeah. I said, it's a fair deck. We are going to win. I just, I honestly believe 
Give me a fair deck. I, the, my confidence is through the roof. I won't have a losing day. Like, it's just incredible. <laughs> I love because that. Because you can pre-plan what you want to do. You know what you're doing price-wise. And the last three meetings, including midweek, have been massively on, uh, on pace or rail bias. Wednesday was incredible. Um, Wednesday just gone. And that was when the rail was at, I think it was at 15 on Wednesday. It was at... Six and nine for the other two. Six and 12 for the other two. Now, Wednesday, Miles, if you weren't on the fence, you were in big, big, big trouble. You were absolutely cooked. We saw a lot of favourites drift out the door. We saw horses like Arnie's boy and without Reg were 12s to fives. Without Reg was seven to four, purely because they were drawn fence. And they were drawn fence and they won the race because if you were drawn fence, it was plus three or four lengths. So I really don't like that. Um, I've jumped my wind of the week early here. Oh, I, really don't, I really don't like that because... When we're doing four and we're coming and doing, you want especially early in the season, you want a fair deck. You want to you want to feel like it's speed map orientated, and you want to feel like um, yeah, you want to feel like you can bet into some early markets where we're available with confidence. But uh, look, I think the key lesson out of that, and something I didn't do midweek, despite very early picking up on the track bias, is I still stuck with a few of my alternate ideas. I mean, the key is once you see a bias. Don't be like me. Don't be a stubborn prick. Don't be a hero. Just go with the bias. Back horses that are going to be in the right positions, even if they're shortened a little bit. Like, don't try to be a hero. Because you know what? Heroes don't make money, Miles. No, heroes don't. No, they might save the day. Uh, but they, they might save the but day. But they don't get you've, any money. You've mo- saved a few days. Well, look, the only thing that moderately even saved my day last week was Sunsphere running second, because I had a decent go each way at it. And that good was four dollars twenty, and that Mate, was good it. Good run, good run, Sunsphere. Now Sunsphere lost a race to uh, ran second two starts ago as well, and uh, the horse that beat it, we're going to talk about shortly, and we're going to talk to its uh, its trainer. Well, its sort of trainer, Lockie, one of our. Oh, I love Lockie Taylor. Mates. Hey, uh, just I want your thoughts on Rock and Ori in the last. Are we seeing now that the horse is, it's arrived on the scene now? Like really, look, yeah. we sort of went. How good is it? I mean, now it's come out and actually beat a pretty good field, really, didn't it? It certainly did, yep. Uh, it was drawn again, so it was a day where you wanted to be drawn nicely, uh, cuddled up runs. It, it, it drew two, so it got the right uh, part of the track, the right run in, in uh, well, the right Transit. Run, but yep. in transit, that's the word I'm after. But it, um, but it won well, and, and the aim for it would be the guineas over 1,600, if not further, um, onto the classic and whatnot. But look... Yeah, it was a big win over the 1,200 against the good sprinters. I, I didn't see it coming um, at all, Miles. Also, I want to touch on a few of the money moves um, on opening day. Now, race five advanced was oh. a big, 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 big move. Uh, got the right run in transit. Forgetting the result, what, what I'm taking from that money move is we've obviously talked about the success of our mate, Mickey G. It's overs. Um, mm. And Bob Peters, they're having in the early days. Now, you remember when Pikey was in WA. It uh, feels like years ago, doesn't it? It does. He's riding well, too, at the moment. Um, Now, you remember in those days, anything Pike, Cerise and White was just back to the hilt, whether that was right money or wrong money. I think we might be seeing a little bit of that again. We saw it midweek with a horse called Beloved Star, was backed off the map to beat a horse called Cisco Joe, where I think think most would have had Cisco Joe on top. But I think this Cerise and White money might be starting to come again. So be wary of the overbet because it opens up some betting opportunities. Also, a horse I keep saying is overbet every single start is Galactic Storm. It was playing massively on pace. It was always going to go back to last. It meant we got a good price for K-May. Uh, that was my saving grace for the day, K-May Miles. Um, was. So just be, just be aware of those horses that are being heavily overbet. 
Yeah, sluice box was the thing that cost me the quaddy, though. I can't believe that. Yeah, it Sean McGrady going on that horse. They get along Mate. so well. I, I was I was really filthy at myself because it's the one I wanted to be on, but I thought I'd see high teens. So when it was only seven, eight, nine dollars, I just refused to go down that path. And again, that's my, my hey. Uh, to the fore. Couple of quick things I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Rev it up. How good is it? Uh, I don't know. That, it, it was a good win because I had it leading, and I think we all had it leading and railing. And just, you know, you, you know when a horse can just, just find the rail and run its time, and it just wins purely on the fact that the others can't go that fast. It actually had to jump off, get into the breeze, but it beat very little. So we'll jury out. And uh, race two, Tad Weir rolled hardly ever. Oh, oh, geez, unbelievable that. Yeah, well, Snipperucci got us both. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, no. Snipperucci's I was waiting for you. Not in me, Chris. I didn't want to bring it up. Not in your Christmas card list. I'm not a big multi-punter. And I told you the week before, or two weeks ago, I threw those four. Uh, hardly ever. Uh, I threw the four of them together anyway. And Snipperucci was the dollar forty-five leg, which cost me a couple of uh, a couple of bucks, miles. But um, yeah, look, I I think we're going to forgive hardly ever. We're going to forgive it. Yeah, fair. both came back with a little bit of a cold. Yeah, I agree. Hey, uh, do you want to do you want to get straight into Lockie on the other yeah, side of this? We've got a big card, so yeah. um, we can spend a bit more time on that. This is a WA Betfair Edge on the other side of this. Lockie Taylor to join us. He might have one that uh, it's going to go pretty close uh, tomorrow at Belmont. Uh, Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton, all thanks to Betfair. The Queensland Winter Carnival, it is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. And as always, gamble responsibly. If it becomes an issue, call 1-800-858-858. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up and it's heating up tomorrow, of course. Find better odds on Betfair, though, and as always, gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton. Terry, the time of the show where we just try and get someone on that's normally a good time and a good chat. and Well, this bloke's... We no, struggled this week. Well, yeah, well, yeah, we tried to find a few good fellas to get on and then we sort of went, oh, well, and we got stuck with this guy. His name's Lockie Taylor and he joins us. How are you, Lock? Good day, Miles. Good day, Terry. Scraping at the bottom of the back. <laughs> hey, uh, mate, um, good to have you on. Always like chatting to you. Uh, Terry's going to run through most of the horses and he'll run through that stuff. But uh, what I want to touch on is um, your ability to talk. Now, uh, there's rumours going around. There's rumours going around in the West that uh, that uh, you should never grace the stewards' room ever again on protest and that that, uh, that Britney should be doing all the speaking in the stewards' room after the protest with McCanto and Cross Statement. What happened? In fact, you're, you're wrong. I'm actually <laughs> one, one from one in the stewards' room and Dad was in there on that occasion and yeah, perhaps if I was actually in there and Dad was a little less heartless like I am. Maybe we, we would have got the job done, would have got the chocolates. But um, stewards, stewards were wise. They did have about 50 of the Italian mafias right outside the stewards. <laughs> Probably the wise move. I was going to say, I reckon that was the Jan Jamie's first win in a, in a few months as well. You're a, uh, you're a mean man. What was the protest you got up? Which one was that? Uh, no, I, I defended a protest. It was Caracapo when he won on Winterbottom Day. Um, one of Ash Maley's. Oh, Megazone. And they lodged... That was the one, yep. Oh. Yeah, Megazone was in that race. Got up on the fence, didn't it? Yeah, that's the one. Look at the I memory. Do, I do remember that. Hey, speaking about Caracapo, Lockie, um, obviously big winner. Oh, geez, what race did you win last prep? 
It's escaped the me. Bunbury Stakes. Bunbury Stakes. It was the Bunbury Stakes ran at Belmont. That's why it's uh, confused me. But Karakapa was nommed for the Belmont sprint. I think you drew very sticky and has come out very hard to place the old superstar now. So where do we go next with Karakapo? Uh, so he went to the paddock yesterday morning, and I just need to work out how long he'll have off. But there's a series of races where there's between five and seven races for him between July, which is the Bowfine, and then all the way through to the Hannans. If we did want to go through that whole series, there's actually seven suitable races for him, and I think four or five of them are handicaps. So as a 95 rider, he gets in mid 56 and a half. So. That's the way for him, and he'll always run a pretty honest race at an each way price. No, just like just like his trainer's son, always always an honest uh, always an honest battler. He can continue his battle with Dig Deep as well. Oh, wouldn't that be lucky? And I we've enjoyed a couple of uh, little sojourns out at the uh, at the Kalgoorlie round. Yeah, love that. Wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> wouldn't that be a story? <laughs> seeing Dig Deep and Karakapo go toe to toe down the uh, down there the famous. Be- uh, there might be another one that we had and actually set for the Hannon. So I hope I'm up there for media duties. But what? either way, I think there might be one going up there for the stable. So hopefully a big Thursday night it usually is. How far away is that, boys? Because I reckon that's probably, that's the one I think I want to be where I want to be. It certainly is. Which, how far away are we talking? I think, uh, I think it's the 1st of October. So maybe the yeah, week it's... after the grand final. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's early October. It used to be prelim final weekend. So I remember we used to go and watch the prelim, all feeling a bit sorry for ourselves on the Friday night and before we uh, geared up and did it all again on the Saturday. But who's this, who's the runner you're sending to the Hannans this year? It's uh, Laurentino is the one I'd like to set for the Hannans. So yep. on speed, 1,400. Yeah, I tell you what, that's the that's the tougher box to key. And he'd start the fry one last year at fourteen million to one. So uh, yeah, that's what uh, <laughs> that's what Dream well, he, he beat a, he did beat a pretty average field. Yeah, well, <laughs> hey, he's dig date was six deep the trip. No, oh, that's hurt me. That's uh, that's that's wounded me a little bit. Hey, Lockie, what else have we got uh, coming up for the stable? Anything exciting uh, in the in the coming weeks to look forward to? Um, there's a, probably a couple. A horse I like, Cross Statement. He's been really mm. honest this campaign. A little bit of a tricky horse to ride, but I think if we can get a, a more suitable setup next start, I think. He'll win, so he'll go around next Saturday. And then there's a few maidens that are trialling this morning that you can keep an eye on in the next two or three weeks. Yeah, okay. It's an exciting time. The, the stable's going well. Everything's ticking along nicely. Hey, Lock, you got the two runners on Saturday. Now, I don't know if you've heard, but I've made one of the two me. Uh, oh, well, yeah, he's the most. Oh, this is a bit of a spoiler, a bit of a spoiler alert for listeners, but uh, one of the two's me, uh, me best of the day. Me absolute, me, me, Barry, me Barry best of the day. I did hear this, actually. You did hear this. So race seven will yeah. kick off with bold success. Now, it's quite incredible, actually, to think bold success is going into a Saturday race as top weight. But this has been changed from a 60 to a 57 plus. So, geez, it's, it's a glorified midweek race, just worth a couple of extra bucks. Um, I really like the fact that uh, what I wrote about in my preview online is that it's a very quirky horse, but he seems to be jumping just that little bit better, which is allowing him to go forward and land outside of the speed. Now, two starts ago, he sat outside of Stocktaker. I would have loved to have seen Stocktaker draw underneath you here, so you could just glide to the breeze, but I'm hoping they're aggressive on Stocktaker. It goes around you. You can go to the breeze. And, and for me... On the seven-day backup, it's just going to be so hard for those horses like Phenomenal Anomaly and Secret Pearl, who are going to be a long way off here, to catch Bold Success if he's happy and on speed and travels nicely in the breeze. 
you're spot on in regards to him being a quirky horse. And I actually think he can measure up to 66 plus grade that he was in last Saturday. Mm-hmm. But he's just not a horse that you would like to draw low. So two starts ago, as he touched upon, when he was at Pinjarra, he drew out. And uh, Keshaw was just able to float across. And I like the fact that Keshaw actually knows him really well. And he completely understands not to go to the fence. So... Even if a horse like Stocktaker is drawn outside of him, Keshaw can just float across, stay off the fence, and then from there, I think if he's outside the leader, he'll be in front for a long way. I reckon he'll be in front for uh, an awfully long way. We don't we don't want to go the mods. I don't want to give it too much, but dear, I'll tell you what, if I, there's one race I'm excited about over the entirety of the weekend, and there's a lot of racing at Broome and Kalgoorlie and Belmont. I think there's about 30 races in total. This is the one I'm uh, oh. most excited about. Gee, so um, we've got to give Lockie a little bit of a shout out. He uh, messaged me before its uh, win two starts ago. He said, I'm thinking about going forward. I said, that's bold. Horses' name's Bold Success. Uh, that's Bold. It went forward, sat in the breeze, went around at 25 to 1, kicked clear and won extremely well. As you must you must admit, that must be extremely satisfying, Lockie, to, uh, to mix up the tactics and get the chocolates like that. It is, but there's, all, there's also the occasions you get it wrong and then you, your tail's between your legs. But when you do get the ones right, you, you tend to walk out with your, your chest puffed out and you give yourself a, a little pat on the back. Like yeah, that. You've got to give yourself a little pat in the back. Like hey, that. Traverne goes around in the last, I think it's about the second or third, elect at the moment. Uh, tuned up with two trials. I think that was the last trial because uh, you drew wide. So instead of racing first up, you went to the trials? No, it was because oh. he was fat. And he did. He's not listening. We put in a, <laughs> we put in a late nom for a Saturday race after he had already been nominated for the trials. And then he drew wide, but... The original plan was to always give him two trials, but we thought the first trial was good enough that we could take the punt if he did draw a gate, but um, we scratched, and in the end, I think he would have needed that second trial, which he did have, and, and now goes to the race is fairly forward first up. But you'd know better than me. On paper, it looks like he's drawn a little bit sick. Uh, winning chair, like, I think he can genuinely win off the back of that trial, though, surely. Oh, absolutely. All, all through his prep, the girls back home have been saying that he's come back better. Lucky in his two trials said the exact same thing. He seems a much more tractable horse. He seems a stronger horse. And he's a quirky horse as well that has probably taken some racing to come to his own. So now that he's having his third or fourth prep with us, I think he'll be a genuine Saturday horse. Hey, uh, Locke, well, dance session um, goes to um, well, stable change and bloody wins. What's the... What's the... I've been following this horse. What happened? Did you sell him or the, what, what happened there? Oh, you know how I just spoke about how you get things wrong? Uh, yeah, this is one <laughs> instance. I, I, actually, I actually sacked it and I said to Dad, now this needs to go. So we put her on an online sale and Dad didn't actually really want to sack her. It was funny. Um, when she got picked up by the Patemans, <laughs> Dad said to Mitch and Josh Pateman to put her in a class one over a thousand and if she gets her own way in front she'll probably win and that's exactly what happened so uh, um, I've uh, been absolutely copping it the last 48 hours and then to top that off I, I went to Northern for one yesterday and got it got driven mad out in front so I'm having a real good time of it at the moment. Oh, lucky, uh, lucky you're a good man. Lucky, I tell you what, he takes it with a smile and, that, and that's what we love. Lucky, you got two going around, they're both about the same price. Who's the best out of Bolt Success or Traverne if we're just having one bet? I'll just make you happy and say bold success. Oh. There was only one answer there. there you're in more, you, if Terry's made it your best locker, you're in more trouble than Kevin Spacey at the moment, I reckon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fair, Nick. You're in big strife. <laughs>
<laughs> hey, uh, oh, God help us. Yeah, mate, uh, always love having you on. Uh, best of luck. And look, we might try and line something up. I reckon that Hannon's trip, I reckon we get a big group, a big crew of us out there and we'll get uh, we'll get Caracarpo v Big Deep and a few others. Big and, Deep? Uh, Dig Deep, you know what I mean. Did you just get his name wrong? Yeah, I did get his name wrong. He hasn't won for that bloody long. <laughs> He's drinking milk out of his saucer at the moment. I'll dig deep. <laughs> hey, Locke, always love having you on, mate. We'll chat again soon. Thanks, guys. Lockie Taylor there. You didn't like that, did you? Big deep, dig deep, mate. I'm, I'm, on, my, I'm on my fifth show here. Been up That's all night. Like, That's like getting the Queen's name right. <laughs> big Honestly. deep. Yeah, Very dig bad. deep, big deep. Hey, tell you what, though. Excited. Lockie's uh, got the exact same plan with Bolt Success, as you, I thought he would. With you've our, made your best at seven bucks. It'll drift as I haven't had a cent on yet. My plan is to back it all late. I reckon it's a very unfashionable horse. I reckon we might get 10 bucks and um, I'll be doing laps at Belmont. You won't get 10 bucks now because you've just made it your best at $7. Everyone's going to back it. Hey, uh, let's let's get straight in the card, mate. Um, we're going to go to a break. 10 races, plenty to go through. You've got plenty to say, which I want to hear. Queensland Winter Carnival heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. As always, gamble responsibly. Card coming up right after this. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge. You can play your way with Betfair and find better odds. And we just keep telling you, we jam it down your necks, like absolutely jam it down your necks. You find better odds on Betfair. You just do. It happens. So if you haven't downloaded the apps or been to the website, just go and do it because you're costing yourself a quid, I can tell you. As always, I gamble responsibly. Terry, time to get into the card. Belmont, good for 10 races. Rail, what are you expecting? Fair, bias, what's happening? Oh, what am I expecting? Who knows what I'm expecting, Miles Fitzgerald? I'll tell you what, <laughs> nine metres, it it's been biased the last three. At 6, 12, 15, the wind's been different. Look, it's going to be cool. I reckon, do you know what does happen, though, when you start getting bias rails and things like that? There's the overcorrection, and they water that pad a little bit more. Yeah. they'll be aware of all the criticism. You've always said you've got to watch the meeting where they correct. You yeah, said that for, for so. as long as you and I have been doing this. Exactly right. So, look, what I am basically here doing here is I'm only really confident and having bet, which is actually on most of the cut, on horses that are closest or nearish to the speed. I'm going to be more mindful of those that are drawn wide or need a certain type of run to win the race. Um, but it, it's a really good card. I'm looking forward to having a chit about it. All right, race number one, uh, the Morley Growers Market Plate over the 1,200. I'm going to kick this away here. This is best of the day here. Top of the Pops just wins oh. again. Tell you what, I'm going to make top of the pops. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to have a lay on this card. A bit, bit, bit weary. Of the You're not laying it, so. mate. Don't you dare. This is my best of the day. I'm not going to lay it. It definitely can win. My thought process is, and this might be a bit old school, but you, it's a horse that's going to get back. It's 1,400 down to 12. It's now up to 59 and a half. It's giving some good ones weight. Not many two-year-olds win four in a row. I, I know that's a really poor way to approach a race and I don't like hearing it out of my own mouth but look I, I don't mind a horse like Vampy at play here Miles uh, really good in its debut her debut campaign ran second to rev it up when deep the trip um, came out, won a trial really nicely recently. Gets five and a half kilos off Vampy Lass. Is going to, uh, sorry, off top of the pops um, and is going to land right behind him. Uh, sorry, right behind the speed while he's out the back. So I think oh. Vampy and play can run a race. I just think a dollar eighty top of the pops. I have to try and get it beaten at that price. Uh, yeah, wins only goes up a I kilo and a half. Time, up. Though, you, you said that last time, one by a length and a half yes, and brain exactly Mr. Right. Crover. So. Exactly right, exactly right. But I'm going to go again and we're going to try and get it beaten again. <laughs> no, we're not. Right, race number two. Uh, <laughs> uh, over the 1650, benchmark 56. 
Uh, well, no surprises which way you think I'm going to be going here. Uh, I'm with Zafira. I like this horse. I've liked it the whole way through. Hasn't let me down yet, and it won't let me down now. I think the draw inside, uh, I know Velvet Queen's inside of it. Paddy Carberry can make any decision he wants here, um, and uh, I think it'll win. It'll beat the Velvet Queen. Every time I hear the name Zafira, I can't. I always get Zafira, that. Zafira. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm a hit. Don't lie. No, 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 no. Just in my head every single time. It's Shakira, Shakira, but anyway. It is Shakira, Shakira. I'm aware of Shakira, Shakira. Yeah, I'm just an idiot. Zafira, Zafira. Yeah. Um, Yeah, look, it's a match race. Proper match race. Uh, Box them up. Zafira, the Velvet Queen, you can do. Um, that's honestly an option. Like it's, it's they should be so far ahead of the rest. I'm with the Velvet Queen with confidence oh. as well. The market will be interesting. I saw Zafira go off this morning. I'm looking forward to talk to Crib. That might have been his little uh, <laughs> his tip. I'm not sure it might have been. It was around that time. So it'd be very interesting if he's with Zafira. Um, look, I think the Velvet Queen into her third prep. She's a more mature racehorse. Uh, I thought their runs were just about the same last start. Little weight swing should tag Zafira everywhere she goes. I'm just thinking this is the race for the Velvet Queen. Anything above $2.10, I'm happy to have a bet. And I'll tell you what, it'll be panels to the rest. Passion Prince is no good. So if you're doing an exotic, this is a good race for an exotic, leave out Passion Prince completely. I was thinking that Zafira could actually, he can sort of just like, just get over and cross. I don't think the Velvet Queen will want it. And then he can stack a rack here. If something comes outside the Velvet Queen, Zafira stacks and racks and just pulls away. Potentially, but I think that as long as Chris just tags, 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 uh, I think late on, um, the Velvet Queen can get past Zafira. It's just a, it should be a more mature race. Or but uh, look, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me to see Zafira win the race. It's a, it's a great match race, but uh, I'm very firmly in the Velvet Queen camp. Right, well, let's uh, that's another beer. I reckon you and I. Yeah, we've we've started with a little bit of competitive. Yeah, we have. Let's go to race number three though. Uh, this is woeful. Uh, this is absolutely awful. This race. Uh, I put DV down. You know what that stands for? Dogs Don't. vomit. Oh. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I've got no idea here. I'm going to be led by you. Premium choice. Paul. I'd be taking a I'd be taking a proper I'd be taking a real guess here. I think something's going to pop up, you know, maybe even a can't catch this or even something like Eye of the Day, you might be able to win this. Even old Bailey at seventeens. No clue field. Mate, I'm with you in regards to having a very lack of interest in this race. Uh, Paul Harvey's come off all of his rides. I'm not sure what's happened there. It was something to do with Improper conduct. I haven't. I haven't read more about that. But that could be a story to follow, uh, Miles. So I'm not sure who's taking over that ride on uh, on the favourite premium choice. But look, it's going to go around even money. Um, and it was pretty ordinary last start. Look, this map suits it. it. It should be really hard to beat, but I don't want to take even money about a horse that failed last start. So requisition last, first up last campaign. Uh, this is one that might interest you, Miles. Ran second at the same track and distance to. Will Chino. And it was a really, really good one. You've drawn barrier one. Clint Johnston Porter goes on. Tell you what, that ticks a few boxes. Yeah, you're probably, it does. You're probably going to get six, seven, eight dollars. You could even back it each one. I've missed two, that. Low two bucks a hole. So look, it's um, it's probably the one that can run a race. Little stat I'll give you as well. Horse down the bottom, old Bailey, you mentioned. Mm. I don't think it will cross and find the rail, which is why I'm not going to tip it. But uh, Holly Watson has ridden Old Bailey twice, two wins. It beat Kicker Goldson and Snippalicious, so he's pretty good form for a race like this. So it'll probably go around 30, 40 to 1. Uh, there's crazier things have happened. Yeah, well, I might even, now that you've given Old Bailey a bit of a push, I'll have a little nibble there. Uh, I don't right. think it can cross the uh, cross, can't catch this, which is really going to affect it anyway. Let's move on. This race four, 1400. Uh, tidy little race, this. Um, I'm actually going to play a couple at value here because I'm happy to take on Gunmetal Grey, I suppose. I think I'm a little bit short for my liking. Love Roller and Crescent City, both around the $10 mark. Um, I'm just going to have two little nibbles there uh, and hope for the best. I love when you have a little nibble, Miles. Look, I think that this race uh, is between Billy Ray and Gunmetal Grey. Billy Ray's the value, so that's the way I am going to go. 
Uh, Billy Ray was absolutely walloped in betting in his first three race starts. He went down. How's this? Dollar twenty-eight on debut. Dollar thirty-five at his second start. At a dollar ninety at his third. Can't race. cop that then. Ever no, but ever, that's the thing. That's what's happened. Everyone's gone. Nah, don't want to borrow this horse. But the problem was because of his trials, he was just overrated. What he's done since has been really good. Like he's actually been a really nice horse. He's just not a superstar. He's just a nice middle grade horse, which is what you need here. So went to Albany last start, Miles. I messaged you and I actually declared it. I said, this will absolutely wallop them down at Albany. That was the day, and this is so important to note, that was the day you had to be, do you remember this? On yeah. the outside fence. You had to yep. be hard on the outside fence. What barrier did Billy Ray draw? One. One. He drew barrier one, never got anywhere near the outside fence. To run second to a horse like Polissier, who was on the outside fence, was huge. This is ready to win. It won on this day last year by two and a half lengths, and this race is no harder. So, look, anything near five bucks, Billy Ray, I'm 3.30. Very hard to beat. Gunmetal Grey, the big danger. Happy to take on all the uh, all the apprentices here. Right, race number five over the 16.50. Uh, nice little race here. I've landed on the Admiral, Simon Miller and CJP. I know it's drawn a little awkwardly in 10, but... Um, I think it can win. Success play the danger for me and Ginger Green to round out my top three. Yeah, we were pretty keen on the Admiral last start, you and I midweek, and uh, we got an absolute perler from yeah. CJP, didn't we? Came Peach. across, uh, landed in position A in the 1-1, and he just fell in against a horse called Kentucky Blue. Kentucky Blue is not much good. So from the widest gate, I'm going to jump ship from the Admiral. I was really keen, and I'm still going to have something on, on Baby Blues. Uh, absolutely no luck at all this prep, and it's going far better than its numerical form suggests. But Paul Harvey's come off, as I said, and it's been replaced by Natasha Faithful. Now, I'm a big Natasha Faithful fan, but this is a difficult ride from the inside gate where she gets to exactly. So I'm going to have something on, but I was $4.90 with Baby Blues um, with Paul Harvey on, with, with Tash Faithful going on. It's probably got to be a little bit longer, but... We should, we should see north of $10. So ha- happy to be on board. A little bit baby blues for me. Right, let's go to race number six over the 16.50, benchmark 72 plus. Guess which way I'm going here, Terry? Uh, I'm going with the six. Piccola Signora. Uh, when this horse drops in weight, which it kind of has again, uh, it goes all right. Um, great record jockey. Uh, can go okay at the trip. I don't reckon this race is overly overly strong. If it is leaderish, I'm probably, uh, I'd probably steer clear. But Piccola Signora on top. Look, Media Baron. Um, double-digit divine shadow to round out the numbers. Yeah, not a race I'm overly enthused about. The leaders look weak, and then the back markers have got apprentices on them. So Piccola Signora is just, just running consistent race after consistent race. Don't think a week ago she was suited so close to the speed up over 2,000. So from barrier nine, Lacta will drop her out to last. And as you said, just look for look for a bit of luck in running. Media Baron, double-digit, both ready to win. I, I think double-digit can land in a more prominent position than those two, and Ash Mail is yards flying. So that's the way yeah. I'll go for the sake of a tip. I'm $3.60 double-digit. Look, $4.50 in a bar. I'll probably happily have a little bet, but it's not a race I want to get too uh, excited about. Um, race number seven, we see this totally differently over the 2100. You're very keen, bold success, and you spoke to uh, to Lockie Taylor before. I've actually got field in this league. I reckon this is going to be a blowout. Which, which number's field? Uh, you know what? Must be, must be number 15. I, I was on Phenomenal Anomaly last start. It took Good me ages to be able to say that uh, properly, and I was like, that's a nightmare um, for your caller over there. Um, Shadow Girl's not the worst. Do you know what else isn't the worst? Cape Rain, second up here um, at $61. Oh. I, I think this is going to be a blowout. I'm not having a bet, but I'm definitely field. There's uh, a number missing there, isn't it? In my quaddy. Velvet Room can win. Are you sure uh, that wasn't $610? Uh, no, it's 61s. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think this is a blowout job, especially over the 2100. It'll be tempo related. Um, I've gone field and you've got your best of the day. So I'm, I'll probably follow you and have a bet because you're I know a jet. I love a blowout job, but uh, look, I, I reckon that this, I know, I reckon that this, uh, one thing I wouldn't do, Miles, there's a lot of these that can't win. So if you are doing your quaddy, like first of all, a horse is right down the bottom, like Waitiri, that is just a lifer for Maiden. That's just going to be a life, mate. There's a, there's a lot of runners you can put a line through. Audi Lara, Apache Rat, uh, Apache Rabbit, uh, Peri Peri Para, Velvet Room, Waitiri, uh, Audi Lara. Uh, so pretty much Rain. a bottom put 9, a, 10, 11, yeah, 12, can, 13, 14, all can't win. Yeah. So basically you can double your quaddy div. I reckon yep. you're wasting a field one. But anyway, bold success. We'll go forward and I think we'll win this race. Um, as long as, as we spoke to Lockie and he middled it, and that's probably what you want to listen to rather than me right now. It's a very quirky galloper. Uh, but when he lands in the breeze and gives a kick, he doesn't get beaten. He's only done it twice in the last couple of years because he hasn't been jumping well enough. But as Lockie said, Keshaw's getting along with him well. He understands the horse. And the, the major dangers, apart from Eurasia, who will be closer to them, um, are going to be out the back. So if he's happy and settles in the breeze, I just don't think the others have the class to circle the field and get him if he repeats what he did two starts ago. So bold success. I'm $3.30. It's currently 6 7 bucks. Um, I, I think I think it'll potentially start even longer. So I'm um, yeah, I'm really excited about bold success. Well, thank you for What's trimming up my quaddy for me. Appreciate it. That's okay. Race number eight over the 1,300. Nice little race, this one. Uh, I've actually landed um, on Stella Fair here again. I, if I'm ignoring the last run of Stella Fair, and um, I think with where this is drawn in here, I reckon it can sort of get up on the bunny um, and sort of dictate the race. I know it was a long way off. I mean, I'm just sort of putting the line through the Belmont run. Before that at Ascot, you know, it had a low weight, was uh, off, blow me out, minus looks. Uh, I think it was overs. Rebel Zone absolutely is a danger, as is Fashion Queen. I'm not not huge here, but I'm Stella Fair, Rebel Zone, uh, Fashion Queen, and then my boy Eddie to round out my four. One thing you're going to get with uh, Stella Fair, it's a really nice map here, Miles. Should be leading softly, and an American Queen, who's who's the the outsider, one of the outsiders of the field will be in the breeze. So if there's any pace bias, like we discussed earlier, Stella Fair suddenly becomes a massive player in yep. this race. Um, I'm going to go with the one, as I said, I think it's a pretty soft map here. I'm going to go with the horse who has the back, or hopefully has the back of Stella Fair, and that's Glamour Pact. Um, I thought he was super, sheep. sorry, I thought she was super first up when coming from uh, from near last. She's not a fresh galloper usually either, so to see that type of performance first up suggests she's pretty far forward. Last campaign, and this, these are the type of little bits and pieces I love to look for, Miles. Last campaign, she started as a 68-rated galloper, okay? She actually had a really good campaign. She was luckless. Her entire campaign didn't win a race, and because of that, she dropped eight points. That means she started last campaign with 58 kilos in a race of this nature. She starts this campaign with 54, and I believe she's come back a better horse from what I saw first up. So glamour packed. We're going to get each way. Um, that's going to be my on topper. If we can save on Rebel Zone at $4 plus, that's what I'll be doing. Uh, sticky gate, but there's a lot of back markers in this. So I think Chris Parnham can come across and find a spot midfield. But uh, glamour packed each way provides us with a bit of value here. So number 12 for me. Race number nine, the feature, the Belmont Sprint over the 1400. Interesting to see Rostropovich uh, over there, oh. an acquisition of the Fernie Yard, ex-Hayes uh, runner that ran in some you know, Geelong Cup, I think maybe Melbourne Cup twice. Um, he's obviously bought that and uh, for a few connections. Won't be in this, though. I can give you the red-hot tip. Well, I'd, I've said on the uh, the 1-1 podcast yesterday, if Rostropovich wins this, I'm going to swim to Rottnest Naked. Yep, well, look. you join me? Let's, well, no. No, uh, no and <laughs> gee, dear God, I hope it loses. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's Why a long, are you smiling? Yeah, it's a longer swim for me, Sammy said. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you there to me there is a little bit different. Hey, uh, some nice horses in here. Um, yeah. Really nice horses. Where they're all at, I'm not entirely sure. Do you like, Captain- do you like Big Deep at all? Do you reckon Big Deep can run a race? Or not? <laughs> Mate, I don't. Well, first up though, I mean, look, it's uh, he's one first up before. I just think this might be a little bit Easy. hot. Um, yeah. But yeah. I am with uh, my old faithful here, old Amasinus, mate. And, and this is on the proviso that you can make ground. Um, it's, drawn, I, I, it's drawn to settle not too far off. Of yeah, and that's. But I still want you know if a couple of these get in front um, of him, they might be just too good and skip clear. So I've got Amasinus. I'm actually going to make him my value of the day. But that's on the proviso though that you can make a bit of ground. It's not full blown bloody leader bias. Uh, the other ones outside of it, Captain Chaos is not the worst. Red Can Man. Um, look, wouldn't surprise me if something like even a Nerodio um, or even a Massimo maybe was uh, ran into the places. Yeah, look, I, I think if um, if red, the same red can man turns up, it, it'll just win. It, it smashed the third horse in the Northern Stakes. It smashed the third horse in the Roma Cup. It was only Elite Street that knocked it off on both occasions. So uh, this looks red can man's race to lose. Big watch, though, Miles. Sean McGrady was off, of all of, off all of his rides on Thursday. He's got a back complaint. So there's a, still a chance that he might come off red can man. And if he comes off, it'll be interesting who takes the ride. I'm... I'm looking at it might be a Natasha Faithful type setup. So if that does occur, you'll get a big drift, I'd suggest, with a um, the the stable second or third stringer going on. So uh, definitely worth following. But look, if Red Can Man holds that form, he's the one to beat. Uh, Valarode, a clear second for me. But um, I can't go past Red Can Man. And, geez, I'd love to see Dig Deep run top five. Yeah. The train, they, they reckon he can win. Well, well, that's good. And you've, you've got Mate, two you in a row. should have won the Hannons first up last prep. You've got two in a row here too because we've got a race number 10 and no material witness running around. And look, I, I just don't know whether or not it's quite up to this because the reason being, Traverne's probably the only danger to this horse and that's the 10. Sneaky chance. Uh, Sean O'Donnell, the Andrews team, uh, this is my essentially, other than top of the pops, I'm bookending the card here. This is my best of the day. Um, I think this thing wins and wins well. That run behind cross statement I thought was super before that. Pretty much didn't do anything wrong. Went through the grades and smashed them. Uh, gets in here at 54 and a half, drawn perfectly. Uh, this thing will brain him. Yeah, I think you've summed that up pretty well. I, I, I'm a bet price of three dollars and above, which I don't know if I'll see. And maybe I've well, it was three twenty, and then they've smashed yeah, it. Yeah, I, I may have been a little bit harsh in my assessment price wise, but everything does look to line up here for sneaky chance. The stable's going well too. I think six of their last thirteen have been winners, uh, so very hard to go past. It's just whether it's a little bit under my price. Nothing I'm too excited about here outside of Sneaky Chance. So, Miles, I think that could be a rough result if we can get the favourite beaten, but I'm not sure where it is. The one thing I'll tell you about my horse, Material Witness, this was a purposeful 28-day break. They've done nothing with it. His best runs have always been fresh um, when he's come into a race with, with very little work. So this has been a target race for quite some time. So we'll probably go around 15 bucks each way and tell you what. You could have a big day if you got Dig Deep and Material Witness oh, land the last two. How good I'll would that be? What, if those two win, I won't, I won't be home until, when do we record? Next Friday. I won't be home until next Friday, mate. So <laughs> hey, uh, this is where I've been caught before, right, at, at uh, in WA with the last leg of the quaddies. This is where I'm, I'm actually going to have two because I'm going to take one with Sneaky Chance, one out. And then I'm going to take another one with the field because you're spot on. If something goes awry, you know, like you, you, well, it's you just know. from a stable where 
It depends if you want to take two dollars thirty about some of the. I think I it's a bit. Trevor Andrews a smaller yard, but sometimes I'm just a little bit wary about taking the shorts about, a, especially off a freshen up. Uh, it's a three year old as well. Maybe it's it's got to a point of its campaign, but no, it, it should be winning miles. But uh, yeah, there could be a, a blowout. A horse like Night Voyage, Captain Kink, my one material witness, is a chance of a blowout. Alrighty, let's go to a break. On the other side of this, Dan Cripps to join us. The WA Betfair Edge. We've got our best air values and our lays of the day. The Queensland Winter Carnival heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. And as always, make sure you please, please, please gamble responsibly. The WA Betfair Edge with Terry Layton and Miles Fitzner. The Queensland Winter Carnival is heating up. Find better odds on Betfair. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Welcome back to the WA Betfair Edge and play your way with Betfair. Find better odds on the French Open. We love our tennis. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Miles Fitzner, Terry Layton with you. As we're joined by the superstar from the West, you can follow him at Crypt Racing. Uh, his brother, well, he's not, no longer favourite for the Brownlow. Interesting to get his thoughts on it. His name is Dan Cripps. How are you, Cripper? G'day, Fitzy. Yeah, going well. Uh, bag is at eight and two. And I thought he was still equal favourite, but, mate, I'm not sure where you're looking. So no complaints on my end, mate. Just uh, I'm looking on Betfair, the only place to look. He's just sort of slipped to second favourite. Um, Who's favourite? Lockie Neal. I knew that. Look, he's been on a carrying on before about his $21. Yeah, $21. Lockie Neal yeah. to, to win the Brownlow. So don't cheer for your mates, mate. You cheer for your little side. No, 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 no. I'm going to back, I'll back Cripper too. Like you are, Got a big bank. Hey, uh, Cripper, um, <laughs> I think you and I are taking on uh, Terry, with one of yours, and I like this because we're going to stick it right up him. Let us know your best of the day, please. Yep, Fitzy, I'm with you. Best bet of the day, race two, number four, Zafira. Look, I can see why all the uh, form gurus are all over the Velvet Queen with the weight swing and math and whatnot, but I just can't get out of my head the way that Zafira, I reckon when she saw the Velvet Queen coming last start, she just she was floating and she said, hang on a sec, I'm in a race here. And after the line, just Found another gear, so I reckon there's uh, plenty up her sleeve, and I'm going to go with the horse that's on the upward spiral there. And I'm, you agree, Fitzy? Yeah, mate. I, I just sort of thought that, that Terry thinks the Velvet Queen will sit on its back, but he'll just stack and rack this. He'll get, the Velvet Queen will get something outside her, and he'll turn around. And the horse fights, and I love looking at horses that fight. And as soon as it gets headed, this horse will pin its ears back and go, Velvet Queen, more like Velvet Princess, you softy bang. I'll tell you what, I, I hope I hope that uh, this support means that we get the backable price of Velvet Queen because this is a, it's a cracking race. I was 210 versus three bucks, so I've got them both very heavy in the market. The big thing for me, Crip, and geez, I'm, I'm using a narrative here to suit me, but uh, the big thing for me was that the Velvet Queen is a more mature horse at uh, her third race prep, while Zafira is still going, getting up to the mile first race prep. I'm also expecting a little bit of a pop, but uh, geez, I wouldn't be surprised at all. To uh to see Zafira kick clear, but I reckon I'll get you boys here. What's your other one, Crip? Uh, and just the asterisk that as well. Took a little bit of the price this morning, but actually think the Velvet Queen will be supported. So holding off for some bit more of my bet late. Yeah. Hopefully, see some three bucks. Love and, that. Uh, other bet race five number eight success play coming out of a real good form reference. Actually, once uh, Zafira beats the Velvet Queen, the Exacto will look even better. And uh, this is a lot easier. And reckon he goes to the breeze and from there should give a good kick and be hard to beat. Righto, Cripper, stay with us for the best values and lays. Terry, run through them and you've got to be reasonably quick. Race seven, uh, number one, bold success is my best of the day. I'm hoping we see something close to 10 bucks late. We'll be very hard to beat. And my value is race eight, number 12. We'll go with the mapped horse. Glamour packed. Should be around 10 bucks as well. 
Uh, best of the day for me, race one, number one, top of the pops. Brainham, are you taking it on again? Next best is race 10, number 10, Sneaky Chance. That should win. Uh, look, Zafira is obviously one of the best of the day. If it probably wasn't for the Velvet Queen, it would be any old price. But uh, value, race nine, number 16, my old favourite, Amasinus for me. Crippy, your thoughts on Terry and mine quickly? Yep, race two. Fitzy, I really like your uh, thought process there. Go Zafira. <laughs> Right, mate. Uh, we'll chat again same time, same place next week, Crip. Sounds good, boys. Chat then. Terry, that's all we've got time for, my friend. Uh, best of luck with the Velvet Queen. You're going to go under. We'll chat again next week. Pleasure as always. That's all we've got time for on the WA Bet Fair Edge. Find better odds and play your way on the French Open. As always, gamble responsibly. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.